Good evening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the show. Welcome, Outcast. If you're a weirdo, you don't fit in. This is one place where you might fit in. So sit back, relax, smoke them if you got them, and let's begin. The show is going to go in a certain direction eight minutes ago, but then I received an email from a listener eight minutes ago, and now the show is going to go in a completely different direction. Something has really been bothering me about this Roe v. Way reversal after 50 years. Why? Or as Tucker Carlson, oh, I mean, Tucker Rooney would say, why is that? Did you ever wonder why? Why is it that Tucker Carlson sounds so much like Andy Rooney with the inflection? And he's always asking questions. And are they rhetorical questions? For example, why is it that after 50 years, the Supreme Court out of left field just decides they want to overturn Roe v. Wade? Why is that? Why would they do it now? Why did they wait 50 years? And what's going on? Well, that's a really good question, Tucker Rooney. And I got the answer, I think, eight minutes ago. I don't know if you're familiar, but there's an investigative reporter by Jim Stone. I was going to his website on a regular basis and just forgot all about the dude. Got an email from a listener, and he may have hit the mother load as to what is actually going on with Roe v. Wade. You ready for this one? It blew me out of the water. Here it is. Roe v. Wade overturned to cover up clot shot sterilizations. This is according to Jim Stone. Roe v. Wade overturned to cover up clot shot sterilizations. When I read that nine minutes ago, it makes sense. It resonates. Here's what he says. The Supreme Court is making desperate stabs at legitimacy, and this is an extreme example. This was done to cover up how many women were rendered sterile by the clot shot. They cannot have that show up in the abortion stats. You can assume the court has nothing good at play here and that they did this to fake legitimacy and do a cover-up. And again, this is according to Jim Stone. They will probably let the states decide also. They probably figure they have the population they want destroyed adequately, wiped out by the vax, and since virtually all the women who were vaxxed are now sterile, who needs Roe v. Wade? The mission's been accomplished. Who needs abortion clinics anymore? When the only woman who can get pregnant now were smart enough to avoid the vax and would never get an abortion anyway. That is a very salient point that needs to be highlighted. Only the women who can get pregnant now were smart enough to avoid the vax and would never get an abortion anyway. Very true. Young women who did not take the jab for religious, moral, ethical, logical reasons are less likely to get an abortion. 
They are critical thinkers and more than likely Christian. He continues, canned parenthood is going belly up, so they might as well ban abortion before the abortion stats show how many women were rendered sterile by the vax. I repeat, the, they overturned Roe v. Wade for the explicit reason that the abortion stats are going to plummet due to how many women cannot get pregnant anymore after the jab. And they don't want people asking questions, so they covered it up. They banned abortion. It's as simple as that. It didn't come out of the goodness of their hearts. It was explicitly done as a cover-up. The death jab clot shot put the abortion industry out of business anyway. So why not lie and say you banned abortions and that makes up for the stolen election? You gain brown, you get brownie points plus cover up the fact that the women who would have had abortions can't get pregnant anymore anyway. Boy, that really makes sense. <laughs> and in the back of my head for the last couple of days, I've just been rolling it around. Why now? Duh. There you go. That's insight. I think he's right. Wow. That's amazing. <sighs> Scientists worried Mars rocks retrieved by NASA may host alien germs. I love these guys. Who needs Hollywood when you have NASA? NASA is planning to bring rocks from Mars to Earth. The space agency has asked for the public's opinion on its plan to retrieve samples that Perseverance has gathered. It's a monumental moment in our efforts to explore the red planet. Despite the excitement around it, some scientists are concerned alien germs could catch a ride back, too. NASA is currently holding public meetings this week and asking for feedback about its sample retrieval plans. As it stands, the space agency plans to land a spacecraft with Martian samples at a U.S. Air Force base in the early 2030s. Of course, it's a long way off, but some scientists warn NASA needs to ensure the public that we're protected from any alien germs that might piggyback a ride back. Said geologist Peter Doran with a straight face, I think there's a very low probability that there's anything living on the surface of Mars, but, <laughs> you know, like there's the possibility or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mars, nachos! So I suppose if they're going to get samples from Mars, they would be going to Greenland? No one, nothing is going anywhere. We live in an enclosed system. It's the Truman Show, baby. No one gets out alive. Remember Jim Morrison? The only time you're going to pass that dome is if you ascend upward as a Christian. That's it, baby. Other than that, no one gets out of here. The only other destination is below. So you're either going through the dome, redeemed, or you're going below, unredeemed. That's it. 
no one's going to Mars because there isn't a Mars. Oh, sure, there's a, a light, an illuminated light, a luminary, a living being. You ever wonder why Mars... I'm Tucker Rooney. I'm back again. Do you ever wonder why Mars flickers? Have you ever wondered why all of the planets, when you look through a telescope, look so different than when they do when NASA gives you a CGI? That's because they're flickering. You know why they're flickering? I'll tell you why. Because their light is shining through the sea firmament dome. There's a massive sea above us. As above, so below. I'm Tucker Rooney. Indeed you are. Part of it also is the setup, the Luciferian elite from my book, Morning Stars Tale. Have I mentioned that I, that I wrote a book? Uh, this is from chapter 10. The Luciferian elite want to download a software system into every human. Lucifer calls them images made in God's image and hook them up to the cloud. Eventually the updates will build a backdoor into the mind. And this is where all of this is leading with NASA, by the way. You combine the aforementioned technology with Project Blue Beam, and you have a recipe for the great deception known as disclosure. Project Blue Beam is the grand Luciferian production where the world is introduced to the alien overlords who created us thousands of years ago by a panspermia at the exact moment when civilization is on the precipice of self-destruction. These benevolent engineers, a.k.a. fallen angels and demons, have arrived to bring peace, introduce revolutionary technologies, and the age of Aquarius. A Luciferian, technocratic utopia where you'll own nothing and be happy about it. At the three-and-a-half-year point of the final seven-year tribulation, the statue is brought to life by the false prophet. The statue demands to be worshipped by everyone and to receive the mark of the beast. Once someone worships the statue by accepting the mark on their right hand or forehead, allegiance is validated, and the hibernated operating system within the image is activated by the statue. Free will is terminated, and the satanically possessed mind syncs up with the beast hive mind. Too much? Part of the ancient astronaut agenda postulates intelligent extraterrestrial beings visited Earth and interacted with images in prehistoric times. It is believed their interaction with man influenced the development of modern technologies. Further, these astronauts were considered gods or deities possessing intelligence far beyond human scope. Finally, I, Lucifer Morningstar, will promote the merging of the ancient astronaut agenda with the deception of panspermia a modern evolutionary theory which postulates life on Earth originated from microorganisms or chemical precursors of life present in outer space and able to initiate life on reaching a suitable environment. Quite the hoax. <laughs> it's difficult to imagine a stronger delusion than fallen angels convincing every image that they are the gods who created man millions of years ago and have returned when a new virus with no cure, ravishes the flat earth. Vaccines are no match for this super-strained killer. At the moment of complete hopelessness and desperation, the fallen angels, disguised as angels of light, appear on the world stage. While the shock of not being alone has barely settled in, a solution is offered by our newfound saviors. 
The angels of light explain, because they are not of this earthly realm, their DNA isn't susceptible to this killer virus. Once one final vaccine is introduced, a final vaccine containing the DNA of the fallen angels to merge with the DNA of man. Not just an instant cure to the deadly pandemic, but an upgrade in intelligence and a life extension of at least 500 years. I believe, this is just my own personal belief, and I have nothing to prove this, but I already believe that the Nephilim are here. However, they're completely different than the original incursion, where they were giants. The Nephilim of today look very much like us. And the day will come when they will be revealed and they will be worshipped. And people will want to have sex with them because they're just so attractive. It's going to be just like it was in the days of Noah. Nothing is going to change except the technology. I was listening to that interview last night with uh, Jeff Berwick, the Dollar Vigilante, where uh, Klaus Schwab was talking to one of the uh, Google CEOs, talking about having an implant put in his dome and then feeling the emotions of everyone else. These people are psychotic. More than anything, they're just satanically oppressed possessed but this is the way it's supposed to be and getting back to the original story roe v wade overturned to cover up clot shot sterilization that's brilliant it really is and it makes complete sense if you've been following the show for the last year and a half two years you know we've talked ad nauseum about the fact that it seems to be that women in particular are being sterilized by this injection. For whatever reason, it seems to focus on the reproductive system of a woman. If it is true that women are being sterilized in mass, then there's not going to be a need for Planned Parenthood anymore. By banning abortions, you provide a cover for their lack of business. It's brilliant. It really is. And I think he's on to something. And I never even considered it until I read that eight minutes before the show. And now let me share with you the biggest news of all. This trumps the possibility that the Supreme Court ruling, overruling of Roe v. Wade, has everything to do with a clot shot. It, it, it trumps Mars not existing as a planet, but as a, a living luminary shining through the sea firmament. Don't it trumps all of this? You ready? Are you ready? This is it. Stormy had a wicked bowel movement two hours ago. I mean, right in the category of a Boston quad. It was just. It was wicked. It was a wicked good steamer. Stormy had a steamer about two hours ago. I'm walking her down the street, and I'm monitoring monitoring her, her bowels. And so she stops, and I look. I, to, I said to my friend, Tommy, look, Stormy's getting ready to pitch one. 
And out comes something that was literally steaming like a hot dog you would buy in the streets of New York. I had uh, purchased these so-called laxatives from uh, PetSmart. And I was beginning to doubt the veracity of them because it seemed as if she was getting worse. She wasn't eating. When I witnessed that bowel movement and and the steam coming off of it and the, the liquefied semi, I don't want to get too graphic. Oh, I already have. But it was a, it was a beautiful sight. And it was at that moment it occurred to me that I used to own two businesses. I was a functioning adult in the real world. I had two children with two different women. I've owned businesses. And now I'm really excited that my dog took a decent dump. And it was at that moment I realized that all my dreams have come true. She came home. I gave her a couple more of the laxatives. And I'm looking at her, and she's out on the cushion. Went to the laundromat. Man, it took about three hours. I don't know what happened. I went to the La La Land, but uh, had a good time at the laundromat. I watched something called television. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but I thought I'd give it a, a, a try, considering I haven't had a TV in over 10 years. I sat down and was watching a soccer game because I had nothing else to do. I was tired of looking at my phone. I didn't want anything to do with the computers. I just wanted to veg out. I don't know if there's anything more boring on earth than soccer. Maybe golf or watching a chess game. Nothing ever happens. And and usually someone is injured every five minutes. They'll, they'll kick the ball up in the air, and then two guys whose names I can't pronounce jump straight up and try to hit it with their head and they collide and then they're out and and it's just it's it's terrible but i didn't care i went with such low expectations as a matter of fact uh a woman who i thought was uh homeless is actually running the laundromat now so that's great i mean she's nice she was yelling at the tv i don't <laughs> It's so stupid. Oh, I'm sitting at the laundromat. I'm eating a huge bag of potato chips and being filled with regret, fat, and grease. And I was thinking, maybe when I get home, I should take one of Stormy's laxatives. So that pretty much is my life. And that story about Roe v. Wade, the clot shot, that's something else, man. I'll tell you what, man. That's like a Dennis Miller exclusive, man. Hey, man. It's the perfect storm, dude. Yeah. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, 
you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one, Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. been hearing about uh, Will Smith tackling Dave Chappelle last night? I'm watching this clip from TMZ and Dave Chappelle is uh, in the midst of a stand-up routine from the Hollywood Bowl and all of a sudden Will Smith charges from stage left and tackles him. 
And then apparently the uh, security staff for J uh, Dave Chappelle <clears throat> pummeled Will Smith. Oh, that wasn't Will Smith. Oh, okay. What did, what did Chappelle say? Yeah, must have been a transhuman. No, trans... Oh, what's that called? Transsexual. No, trans... Oh, 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 I can't get all my letters right. Oh, I like this. Oh, you do? Let's take a look. Oh, hang on, I gotta close the window. Emotional Amber Heard testifies about Johnny Depp's multiple drugged-up, abusive personas. She's been so stoic throughout the entire trial, just standing there void of any emotions, and it looks like she melted down today. Uh, Amber Heard's whirlwind romance with Johnny Depp became a real-life horror film as the actor morphed into a Jekyll and Hyde monster who beat and threatened to kill her when he abused drugs and alcohol. That's according to Amber Heard. The harrowing details of the couple's soured love story came when the Aquaman actress took the stand after more than three weeks of the jury in their bombshell defamation hearing from Depp's side. She said, he was the love of my life, but he was also this other thing, and that other thing was awful. An awful thing that would come out and take over, and you, you couldn't see the Johnny I loved underneath. Oh, yeah, she looks, she didn't look too good. She's 36, she gave, gave an emotional, oh, she became very emotional several times during the few hours of testimony. Uh, she never knew which version of the Pirates of the Caribbean star she was going to get. She said, Johnny on speed is very different from Johnny on opiates. Johnny on opiates is very different from cocaine, and Johnny is very different from quaaludes. Johnny, but I had to get good at paying attention to the different versions of him. I was telling Mike off air, this was just stupid. It's all vanity for Depp to even, or her, just, you're, you're losing money. He's already lost Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Disney allegedly was going to pay him $22.5 million. That's gone. And so are probably any other jobs that were in the pipeline. And the same for her. Just ask Will Smith. Last night he tackled Dave Chappelle. Oh, that's right. He didn't do that. It was another black guy. You know what would have been interesting? Is if a white guy tackled Dave Chappelle, and then everybody would be going to the race card. I think, what did Chappelle say? He, was gonna, he went backstage after the guy tackled him. The security team didn't stop the guy because he just bolted. But I think they were pummeling the guy backstage. And this dude allegedly, I keep using that word, wrote a song about Dave Chappelle. He's a, a rapper. Yeah, did a little bit of rapping last night. So overall, I'm pretty happy. I enjoy being single. Don't get married. It's so much better single. Went to the laundromat about 4.15, got home about 6.30. I, I couldn't believe how long it took. Maybe it was 7. I don't mind doing the laundry because I'm buying more underwear. There's an episode of Seinfeld 
where George Costanza tells uh, his new girlfriend that he's thinking about buying 365 pairs of underwear. That way he only has to do his laundry once a year. As insane as that sounds, it's actually a good idea. About two weeks ago, it was time to do the laundry. Instead, I went to Walmart and bought 10 pairs of underwear, which I'm whittling down. But now, you know, of course, I did my laundry. I'm good to go. But I'm thinking about doing this again. I have gotten it down to six times a year, which isn't really bad. I only do my laundry six times a year. That's the track I'm on. If I buy more underwear, I can get it down to four. I've got dreams. I will keep my dreams. Uh, the perfect form. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. 
Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. using that for a little while as the intro velvet revolver i saw them back it was either 2010 or 2012 at the woodlands which is just north of uh, houston yeah it's slash on lead guitar matt sorum on drums uh, who's the guy who died <laughs> narrow that down okay as i was mentioning last night my three favorites right now kathleen Catherine Austin Fitz, Jeff Berwick, the Dollar Vigilante, and J.D. Farrar, who is a pastor out of Hawaii, has a Bible prophecy update every Sunday. But it is unlike anything you'll ever hear in church. In this particular segment, he gets right into the meat of the monetary crisis. And he has a uh, listener who is apparently very astute as to understanding the economy and the velocity of money. If you haven't noticed, the Fed today raised the uh, interest rate by 50 basis points, which is half a percent. And the stock market almost went up 1,000 points. They have to slow down the velocity of money. However, in this particular clip, uh, Farag's insider is saying that COVID-19 was not about a health crisis, but was used to manage a monetary crisis. And that is what all of this is about. Let's give it a listen. Go ahead, Mike. We looked at a 12-step outline of sorts that I have permission to share from someone who has tremendous discernment and insight into this. And this is 2020. Well, back in February, he emailed me again, and I want you to listen to what he had to say. I wanted to give you a little update on something that I'm keeping my eye on from a monetary perspective. I have evaluated that the response to COVID-19 was not related to a health crisis, but used to manage a monetary crisis. 
I postulated that the lockdowns were really intended to slow the velocity of money. Let me explain that real quick. Velocity is the speed with which money circulates throughout the economy. And by the way, it just plummeted again. That's how fast the money circulates through the economy. You have to have the velocity of money. So they deliberately, intentionally slowed the velocity of money in order to allow central banks and governments to print and inject tens of trillions of dollars of currency into the system preventing an early collapse. The lockdown slowed the velocity of money and inflationary spike, hang on to that, that would have occurred if economies were running wide open. He goes on to say this, if we see a rapid reversal of the lockdown policy globally, then this may be the signal that the inflationary trap has been set and it's time to open up the economy and let the velocity of money spike, leading to very high rates of inflation. Hmm. Very high rates of inflation will trigger a crisis in the debt markets as bondholders sell bonds because the real rate of return turns sharply negative, and it has. This sell-off will result in rapidly rising bond yields and interest rates, including corporate debt and mortgage rates. A collapsing debt market will pull down the stock and real estate markets as the cost of debt service cuts into corporate bottom lines and rising mortgage rates makes housing unaffordable. This is how the everything bubble pops. I believe the reversal of COVID restrictions and opening of the global economy will initially be viewed as a victory for the people against tyranny, but the victory will be hollow as the, and he says it again, everything bubble pops and fiat currencies are destroyed in a hyperinflationary collapse. In conclusion, I'm watching to see a rapid reversal in global COVID restrictions, which will mean those pulling the strings believe it's time to use inflation to bring down the everything bubble and monetary system. That was back in February. And now it seems to be happening almost exactly as he said it would. Fast forward to May. And what now seems to be an all-out attack on the world's food supply with what's happening in, with, and to Ukraine. 
And if this weren't bad enough, perhaps you've heard about this. There are chilling reports coming out documenting the fact that food processing plants are being destroyed. What follows are a few quotes from a YouTube video titled, Something Strange Happening to U.S. Food Processing Plants. It's by Really Graceful. Here's a quote. Within the span of the year, one of the world's largest ships jammed up the Suez Canal for nearly a week, one of the world's most important trading route. The price of fertilizers for crops have hit an all-time high. Bill Gates became the largest farmland owner in the United States. World leaders announced impending food shortages due to the war in Ukraine with Russia making up more than 30% of the global wheat market and are considered the breadbasket of Europe. Followed by reports of the bird flu. You heard about this? Here in the United States last month, forcing farmers to kill millions of egg-laying poultry. All of these aforementioned incidents have driven up the price of items at your grocery store. <laughs> but now, we look at the most recent series of strange events contributing to the price hike and potential shortage, wondering if it's all coincidence or something more. In the last six months, around 20 U.S. food processing facilities have burned to the ground. I ran a couple of searches to compare the number of plant fires year to year to see if this past year had an unusual amount or not. In 2019, in the United States, it appears there were two food plant fires, not counting the fertilizer fires and the Walmart distribution center fire. I have 18 incidents of food plants on fire in this video. And again, we've provided the link. That does seem like there's quite a spike. So we've got all these factors at play to cause food shortages and increased prices. Are we witnessing total happenstance and coincidence or is it intentional? Are they tr trying to take down our food supply? Are they trying to sabotage our supply chain? Well, to me, that's rhetorical. They absolutely are. August of 2020, you might remember, in my birthplace of Beirut, Lebanon, remember that huge explosion? Shrouded and clouded in mystery. It was a grain silo. That was the grain supply for Lebanon. Fast forward two years, 2022, nobody's talking about it. I happened to find one report on it, one report. <laughs> 
the people in Lebanon are starving to death. They have no food. The food supply has been destroyed. And it's deliberate. And it all has to do with supply demand. You increase the supply, certainly by way of the velocity of money circulating through the economy. See, they want us back out in the stores paying two and three times more than what we paid before. That's if we can find the items. Because see, you deplete the supply, and by the way, in the United States of America, we have a 90-day supply. Aren't you glad you came to church today? <laughs> what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying it's going to get worse. They're destroying the food supply. They're depleting whatever supply is left by an increased demand vis-a-vis -vis the opening up of the economy. It's all deliberate. It's a controlled demolition of the global economy. They're using this hyperinflation as the popping of what he calls the everything bubble. And that clock is ticking and it's just a matter of time. And lo and behold, we have a prophecy in the Word of God that describes exactly that happening in the seven-year tribulation. And it's already starting to happen. In Luke's Gospel 21 verse 28, Jesus said, when you see these things, he was talking about the signs of the end of the age, and he lists them for the disciples. And then he makes this very stunning comment and says, when you see these things, keyword, begin to come to pass, hunker down and, no, look up. I'm sorry, that was the last time I'm going to use that one. Look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draws nigh. I mean, I guess I could have said what I just said, which <laughs> everything I've said up to this point was to say just that. That if anything, this should just be, I mean, don't be afraid. This is actually good. I know this might sound weird, but it's kind of like, bring it on. Because that means I'm going home. I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. I know there are people that need to get saved. But I want to go home. This is not my final destination. This world is not my home. Just passing through. So here's the bottom line. We're already seeing what we're told will happen in the tribulation beginning to come to pass before the tribulation. So, is that not yet another indicator and reminder of just how close we are to the rapture? 
And should that not be an encouragement to us as believers in and followers of Jesus Christ? Can I just say, and I think this is the Holy Spirit, just real quick, and we'll bring it in for a close. I've been pondering this over the last couple of years, and I truly believe that God has been, He's so gentle, so long-suffering and patient with us, but He's been loosening our grip on this world and the things of this world, readying us and steadying us for His return for us. Because if the truth be made known and we're honest with ourselves, we all have this tendency to dig our roots down too deep in the temporal soil of this world. And here the Lord is like, hey, I'm coming. Do you see what's happening? Do you see how close? I want you to be ready. I want you to be ready. We talked about this last week. Get your spiritual affairs in order. There's not much time. Well, it can be encouraging, but it also serves as a warning. It's a warning to those who do not know Jesus. And as I began, I'll end. That's a healthy fear. That's a good thing. Because it's the fear of the Lord that brings you to a saving knowledge of the Lord, a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Again, you'll forgive me for the way I say this, but for lack of a better way of saying it, I'd rather scare you into heaven then flatter you into hell. Well, pastor, you're scaring me. Well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you need to have the heaven scared into you and the H-E double toothpick scared out of you. <laughs> there, that was a better way to say it, maybe. This is why we do these updates. And I have to, I have to speak the truth. It may not be popular. It may not be what we want to hear, but it's what we need to hear. It's coming and it's really already here. And this is why we end with the gospel, the good news which is what the word gospel means, good news. <laughs> Your debt has been paid, you're free to go, and whom the Son has set free is free indeed. What debt? Well, that's where the ABCs of salvation come in. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. And this is key because unless you acknowledge that you're a sinner, then why would you have any interest in the Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
Romans 6.23 packages first the bad news with the good news. What's the bad news? Well, there's a penalty for the sin. We've all sinned, and it's the death penalty for the wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B. And actually, this is central, and it's so simple. It's really as simple as believe. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth. And this is what comes as an expression of the belief in your heart. It's the confessing with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. If you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And by the way, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. But when that day comes, when every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord, it won't be for salvation. It'll be for eternal damnation. Romans 10.13 says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I implore you. If you're here today or watching online, that's why you're watching online, by the way. The Lord has led you to this video for such a time as this. Because today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that you make the most important decision of your life for eternal life. And I make no assumptions for anyone that's here in this church service today. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you now, 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 now. There's no time left. There's no time left. The rapture can happen at any time. I want to share a but God testimony in closing. Comes from Bert and Amela Chamberlain who I was actually privileged to talk with when they were here visiting again last week. He writes, Hi JD and your beautiful family. I write this email to first say we love all of you there at Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe, and enjoy meeting you the first time in April of 2021. My wife Amela, daughter Sarah, and I are the family from Sacramento, The main reason for this email is for, but God. I work for IBM, and they have a limited religious exemption, three to six months, depending on client-facing status, and my exemption was set to expire 31 March. I work with, get this, the AI, artificial intelligence application area, and one of my applications is the injection verification. 
used by multiple states and some countries as well. They, IBM, have removed the verification process. However, all who are not, quote, verified had their badges deactivated and cannot travel to meet at work nor with clients. I have been told today that while my manager is not aware of the RE being revoked, I think my manager believes it will be based upon the need to face customers. This is ironic as most of my customers do not require the needle and accommodations can be made. The only point is they have to give us 30 days notice to be placed on leave without pay so IBM need not pay unemployment benefits but was gracious enough to let us be paid for our benefits completely. I refuse to get it no matter what but God has given me and others the no fear sign. I like that. The no fear sign. And I know he will provide no matter the outcome here at IBM. We have been blessed as a family to know him. And I personally only a few years ago came to him. I ask if you are planning to use this in your prophecy update to do so after the 2nd of March. So we're good. And I can give an update, which he did last week. And I mean, wow, just but God. Capone, come on up. Why don't you stand up? Yeah. here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out the kosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.